GoBirds Radio, presented by the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, official sportsbook of the real Philly fan. What's going on? It's Elliot Shore Parks for my friends at Window Nation. And if you've had enough of your windows keeping the house chilly, then fight the February cold with Window Nation. Right now, replace your windows and save big with 50% off all window styles, plus zero down, zero interest, and no payments for 24 months. With proven quality and service, it's no wonder thousands have trusted Window Nation. Don't miss out. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com to schedule your free in-home estimate. Let Tend Dental make your dream smile a reality. We offer a variety of top-rated treatments, including Invisalign aligners. And for a limited time, Tend is offering $750 off orthodontic treatments. Offer valid through January 31st, so don't wait. Visit hellotend.com slash sale. That's hellotend.com slash sale. And book your free consult today. This is, is the Go Birds Podcast. The Go Birds podcast presented by Parks Casino and Sportsbook. Elliot Shore Parks, James Seltzer coming your way. Coming up in a few minutes, we will get to the divisional round of the playoffs. We'll go through the four games this weekend, give our picks. Uh, we don't need to talk about how we did last week, right, Elliot? It was- no. Nah. Yeah, I mean, look, it was a super, I will say this about the weekend of football. I went into it very excited about six games. And during the fifth game, I said to Kristen, like, I am loving the super wild card weekend. I almost tweeted that it was better than the first two days of March Madness. So I was all in. Wow. But by the sixth game, I have to admit, Starting it was a little it, tiresome a little bit. to give that much of my attention to football. Like how many straight hours? Probably, I guess, you like know, 10, four 11 hours straight game, hours. Roughly. Yeah. yeah. So it was uh, it was hard. And then the picks didn't help. That's probably why I was tired. But by the time the Browns went up, you know, what was it like? Thirty five to three or whatever. Twenty eight. It was at one on, point. On Pittsburgh. Yeah. I, I was uh, I was not as excited about Super Wild Card Weekend as I was prior. <laughs> I think I think you kind of nailed what I. I will say Saturday was amazing. It was a wonderful yes. day of watching football day, and Sunday was good until the end. I'm very with you, and it wasn't just because we had the Steelers, and it was just a horror show to watch that play out. <laughs> just a horror well, show. The worst part was even when even when Cleveland started to come back, I still knew that the. That, uh, even when Pittsburgh did, yeah, yeah, same. Even when Pittsburgh started to come like back, futile. I knew they weren't going to cover, so it was like felt few. Yeah, you're I like maybe know. they win the game. They're not winning by six or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> it would take a miracle at that point. Although I will say, Mike Tomlin punting that ball oh, away. Like, one of the well, it's unbelievable because it wasn't even the worst punt of the weekend. Vrabel's punt at from the yeah, forty was, was even worse. They, I, I saw you know like we don't, I don't know where there's so many stats and research things these days that I don't know where everything comes from, you know, some's next gen stats, some this and that. But I saw one of those like next gen type or whatever type of stat things that said that Vrabel's decision to punt in terms of like uh winning index or whatever that thing is, was the single worst decision to punt in the history of football, considering the game, the importance of the game, the spot, the, the, the time where they punted from, it was considered the, the worst punt in the history of football. How about that? I, be- I, I believe it. And then, you know, watching those games 
And this week feels so long that I guess Doug was not fired at that point, right? No. Because Doug got yeah, fired yeah. on yeah. <laughs> Doug great, got fired Elliot, on Monday. What a great, but, this is when we were on Sunday. We're watching the games thinking about that Mort report. Report. Yep. <laughs> Mortensen report. Yep. About saying, oh, maybe Doug's not back. And we're like, wait, what? Yeah. But Doug wouldn't have punted either of those times. No. No, no, no. That is even twenty twenty. Doug, I think would have would have kept a would have gone for that. On oh, hundred percent. And they should have. Doug, Doug would have gone for it. it was fourth and five from there. Um, but it is interesting though. That is something I've thought about watching these games this weekend. Is and and let let's talk a little bit about the head coach search quickly, just because there's so much going on with it and a lot of names. And I want to kind of this is a gambling pod. We'll kind of put our 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 feelings out there, our thoughts out there, kind of who's in the front of the pack and whatnot, like kind of how we would, you know, stack it up. But it was something that was notable to me watching those specific moments and thinking about what Doug would do and then thinking, oh, man, Doug's not the coach anymore. Like, it's going to be weird. Like, will Robert Saleh go for it on fourth down all the time? Well, I mean, we might just be watching such a different brand of football, particularly from Doug, particularly with the aggressiveness. You were so conditioned for it now. It's going to be weird. Well, well, I do think, though, and part of it was the know, Eagles and the analytics and stuff like that. Yeah. And they'll, exactly. they'll, they'll so push I, it I on the next think, coach. I don't think they'll hire a new head coach that wouldn't go for it on fourth yeah, down. I mean, I, I think it's a really I, I don't fair know, point. I don't know enough about how Pittsburgh is with the analytics. I mean, they're a great organization, so I would think they're, you know, somewhat forward thinking with it. But, you know, Mike Vrabel, to me, doesn't exactly scream analytics. So I don't think you'll see them hire, like, that old-school football type of guy. I do think they will hire a younger guy that, A, will be into it, but, B, like, will listen to him. You know, I, I mean, maybe even maybe if he's not into it initially. Like, I don't think Doug in 2016 was sitting there, you know, saying, I'm big into football analytics. I think Doug was like, yeah, if you hire me, I'll go for it. You know, I think that's just kind of <laughs> Sure. It was a willingness to do it, yeah. No, I so think it's a great point. So I think coach will have to do it, but if – if they're not into it right now, they better get into it because they're not going to get the Eagles job yeah, if not. Well, look, we know that the Eagles' uh, job is one where people from above are going to want to have their say, Elliot. We know that. Yes. All right. Uh, let's go through just quickly. And and for anyone who hasn't checked it out, Elliot has a really um, easy, handy-dandy tracker if you go to 94WIP.com um, where uh, he is tracking every candidate who has had some sort of connections to the Eagles, official connections, not – um, so check that out and you can follow along there. I'm, I'm looking at it now just to, I'll give all the names real quick, Elliot, of the guys who have been connected and then we'll kind of give maybe our top three. Um, so Kellen Moore, uh, connected. They're going to interview him. Joe Brady has been interviewed. Deuce Staley will be interviewed. Ryan Day, there was a report that he was, in, or that the Eagles were interested. Uh, same thing with Luke Fickle, the, the coach for, head coach for Cincinnati. Gerard Mayo apparently will be interviewing with the Eagles uh, Todd Bowles, uh, Sal Pal said they will uh, interview him as well. Arthur Smith is, I believe, on his way to Florida as we speak to go interview. Robert Saleh interviewed with the Eagles, I believe, yesterday, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lincoln Riley, as we talked about on the last pod, a, a name that has been connected. Um, and, of course, we mentioned Deuce. And then uh, Mike Kafka, um, no official connection, obviously, because the Chiefs are are. Uh, playing right now or about to play but uh mike kafka name ian rapaport put out there and said keep an eye on mike kafka um that list i didn't miss any right that's what we got on the tracker i don't think i missed any did you so i think uh brian DeBull. 
Oh, Brian, yes, because that happened today. He was connected to. Yeah. So Brian, so Brian John Gable Clark as well. uh, of NBC Sports Philly reported that they were interested in Brian DeBull. So kind of along the Mike Kafka lines of in the playoffs, they can't talk to him because they fired Doug a week late. So they were not able to get in on these guys in the first round of uh, mm-hmm. interviews. But someone that, you know, whenever Buffalo is kick, whenever Buffalo is a limited, they could try to interview. All right. So let's. Uh... Why don't you give me your top three? Let's start with kind of if the betting odds from Elliott Shore Parks in terms of if you if you were going to bet on on who could this be, what what are your top three guys right now off of this list? And real quick, actually, who on this list is a, a non-starter? Let's let's eliminate first, and then we'll get to the top okay. three. Who do you think is absolutely not happening, or very Jared likely Mayo. not happening? You know what I mean? Yeah, Jared Mayo. Okay, I don't think is going to happen. Todd Bowles, I don't think is going to happen. Um, Luke Fickle, like, get out of here with Luke Fickle. Come on. I mean, like, when when I first saw this report, and I'll be honest, I didn't know who he was. I looked him up, and I was like, oh, he's probably going to be, like, you know, a Joe Brady type. Like, oh, I guess Cincinnati has a great offense, and I was unaware. This dude's a defensive coach. You're telling me they're going to hire a defensive coach at a college? Like, I'm not seeing that. To me, this feels like more of a maybe he's a defensive coordinator thing. I don't think it's going to be Luke Fickle. Uh, I said Todd Bowles. <sighs> All right. These two, I'm not as sure on, but I just don't think it's going to be Robert Sala. I don't. I don't think they're going to hire a defensive guy. I think he ends up in New York uh, with the Jets. And we ended the last pod saying who we thought the head coach was going to be. And I think I might have let my heart get in the way a little bit of making my prediction. Me too. I would like to backtrack from my prediction. I am not feeling nearly as good. Yeah, I I, I do not think it's going to be Lincoln Riley either. I just don't think ultimately they're going to be able to offer him enough from a control that they're willing to give, uh, like that kind of perspective to make him be willing to leave the cushy job in Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I don't think so. And then I hope I'm wrong. Where do you fall? Where do you fall on Deuce? So I, I Deuce is in my top three. So I think oh, the other. Well, to be clear, the top three is not who you want. The top three no, is we're, who you forget, think has forget the best forget who we want. This is not about who we want. We're talking about who we think. Okay. Deuce is in my top three of who I think will be the Eagles' head coach. I don't. I think Brian Dable is going to get another job. I think he's got the connections to the. I know Chargers. He was Telesco's roommate, um, and I believe there's another spot he's like very well connected to. I know him and Howie have the same agent. Yeah, I was going to say him and Howie share an agent. I I wouldn't bet on Dable coming here. Um, I think I think of this list, I think Sala, Smith, and Dable are getting jobs. Like I think those three guys, no Definitely. matter what, will get hired. Yep. Which you know, the way I look at, it, I don't think the Eagles are the top choice um, out there. I, I know they're probably better than maybe a couple jobs on the market, but um, I just I don't think they're going to get those guys. I think of the three, Smith is the most likely in my eyes. Um, but I don't know. Give me your top three. Let's see where it comes down. All right. So I have Joe Brady one. I think he fits all the boxes. He was their first interview. Uh, I went back and looked, and their first interview in 2016 was Adam Gase, and that's who they wanted. So I do think there's something to be said for him being early on. So Joe Brady's my number one. Number two is Mike Kafka. And the reason is he's on the Andy tree, and I heard that Howie is a huge Mike Kafka guy. Like, very big on Mike Kafka, thinks he's super smart, all those things. And that when they drafted Mike Kafka, like back in the day, I forget what year it was. It must have been like 2010, 2011, around there, uh, that Howie was bragging about what a good draft pick he was going to be. 
So I, I think like there is some Howie connection there. Um, so I would put him two. And then three for me is either Brian Dable or Deuce Daly. Uh, I think Dable would be their preferred choice. But if they don't get him, I think they're, they might have to end up like backing into Deuce. And I just don't think they want Deuce to be the head coach. But I think there's a world where they hire him because he's the pop. he would be a popular choice. He's already in the building. The players like him. So he checks a lot of boxes for them. But I don't think they would prefer Deuce to be his guy. But if, if they don't, I just don't think they're going to hire a defensive coach. So if they don't hire a defensive guy, they don't get Arthur Smith. Like, I could see DeBull being the guy. But your point about Los Angeles and him is, is a good one. Yeah, so we actually have the same list, just a little different ordering. Oh, and by the way, we forget to mention Ryan Day is absolutely not coming here. Um, I that is so not gonna happen. I don't think so either. But obviously, the connection he was here. He was Chip Kelly's quarterback coach. Yeah, he does. I mean, he is a quarterback guy. He has NFL experience. I just don't so think I, he's I don't leaving think Ohio really State. Is more more yeah. my thought. But but look, you never know. Again, I, no I one would th- like the hire too, for what it's worth. You would or would not. I would not. I was not blown away with him when I covered him in Philly. That's interesting. Not like personally or anything. I just, yeah. I wasn't impressed by his coaching. That's interesting. So. Um, all right. So I think, as I said, I think Dable goes somewhere else. And again, this is just what we're guessing happens. We could be wrong. Um, I think Dable goes somewhere else. I think Smith is more likely than Dable, but I think Smith goes somewhere else as well. I think the three guys you mentioned are my three. I also have Joe Brady at number one, but I'm slightly concerned that it is um, – Hope as much as as belief, I think. Well, but they did interview him already. I, mean, I know, I know, I know, I know. Again, yeah, I I think there's a possibility Joe Brady gets another job as well. He has interviewed, he's going to interview or has interviewed with every single head coaching opening. So the Eagles are not the only person who want Joe Brady. Um, that makes me nervous. Look, I do agree with you. I think when you think about the job and kind of how we talked about it and what they're looking for, I do think a young offensive mind is something they're looking for. That's why I think that Brady and Kafka are top three. I'm with you. I I think that is no-brainers. I've heard the Kafka stuff as well. I've heard it multiple times, similar type of stuff. Um, And I think Kafka, being someone who's a quarterback's coach right now, fits that mold of the kind of guy they can control. You know, the kind of guy that, like Doug, that they can come in and be like, you're a quarterback coach, man. Like, you come in, we're going to help you pick your staff. We're going to make the big decisions. We want you to do this, 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 and this. So that's why I think Kafka makes a lot of sense. And similar, look, Andy Reid was a quarterback's coach when Laurie hired him. Ray Dinger was talking on the Midday Show yesterday about how Jeffrey loves to find the next guy. Like, that's something that Laurie loves. Laurie loves to surprise people, to be the one to find someone. Kafka really fits that bill. But honestly, if if I'm betting my money right now, who do they end up with? I think they're like you said. I think they fall backwards in a deuce. Uh, it feels like 2016. I don't all know, o- man. It feels like 2016 all over again. It feels like they didn't want Doug was the safe fallback plan. All right, we can't get this. We can't get up. Oh, there's Doug. He's waiting for us. I feel like that's what's going to happen again, and it's going to be Deuce who's but at there least, waiting for them. Maybe I don't know. I just think they've had so many chances to promote Deuce. I'm with you. Never done it. I'm with you. You know, so this you. idea that they're going to, I know they made him assistant head coach, but you know, the name that we didn't bring up that I think shouldn't be just completely looked over is Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore checks a lot of boxes. Ooh, so I, I have a completely different take on, I think they're bringing Kellen Moore in strictly as a fact finding mission. I think they have a, they're, Kellen Moore is a 0% ch- chance of getting the job. Well, but let me ask you why. Cause Kellen Moore 
is an offensive head coach. He's a former quarterback. He has an impressive resume. He's young. Like he checks a lot of boxes. Not that impressive. Well, it's more. Who who on the coaching circuit has a more impressive resume? I mean, he he he's been in the NFL longer than Joe Brady. His offense was better than Joe Brady's was last year without a quarterback. Right. His offense was the best in the NFL prior to Dak going down. They were, I think, sixth in 2019 when he was the the uh, coordinator for the first year. So I agree. Like, there's something about Kellen Moore where I'm like, they're not they're not going to hire Kellen Moore. Like, even just something about his face, I'm like, they're not going to hire this guy. But his resume, like is exactly what we like about Joe Brady. It's exactly what they Almost. would like about Mike It's Kaka. not quite, though. As Joe Banner pointed out, and I'll read directly from Joe Banner's tweet about yes, Kellen Moore. Yes, a good point. The Eagles will look for someone who, as you said just earlier this podcast, the Eagles will look for someone who truly believes in practice analytics. Unless that coach has been overruling him, that is absolutely not Kellen Moore. He says, will be well, an interesting interview, but interested my guess know- is it's information gathering. Maybe, but I would be interested to know what makes Joe say that. Is it watching the Cowboys? Because if it's watching them, then I do think there's a chance it's Mike McCarthy. And I also think Kellen Moore could be convinced to use analytics. I'm not saying I'd hire him. I just think that we're being naive to the fact that all the other candidates we talk about and what we think the Eagles would like about them, also Kellen Moore has that, right? Yeah, and they, if I'm not mistaken, like, weren't I mean, they interested also- in him? He's got a Weren't lot of talent. I mean, it's not like it's an amazing creative offense. It's not like I don't know. I'm I'm not it was impressed. The best in the, it was the best in the NFL until Dak got hurt. But he, it's a ton of talent. I mean, he's got Dak. Okay. Three wide receivers are better than anything we've had here since freaking To. I mean, like, what are you talking about? Uh, but I'm just saying, like, you could make that argument for Brian DeBull then, right? Like, they got Stephon Diggs. They have Josh Allen. But like Brian DeBull. Brian DeBull developed a quarterback and turned him into something. I mean, Kellen Moore doesn't have that on his resume. Didn't he help Dak? I mean, he's been there since, what, 2017, 2018, I mean, if I'm not mistaken? Wasn't he a quarterback coach before he was a, a – uh, I'm not 100% sure. I don't I don't know. I've never heard him and Dak as a – maybe it's possible that he played a role in it, but I've never really – he's never been credited. It's not like, oh, wow, what a great job Kellen Moore did with Dak Prescott. I've never heard that before of you. Uh, no, I haven't, but honestly, I've not paid attention to, like, the yeah. Kellen Moore narrative. I, 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 look, of, you could be right. I, I, my, I read the Kellen Moore thing. He was a quarterback thing. coach in 2018, so read, he's been I, there since 2018. I yeah. read the Kellen Moore thing, so for Dak's thir- third or third year. So, I mean, that's not like that. You know, Dak was there for a couple years prior to that. True. Regardless, I, I personally, and look, I could be wrong. You could be right. I read Kellen Moore 100% as a fact-finding thing. Fact finding thing. I, I I think it's a benefit of it. Look, and I think and and look, I think there's no problem with doing interviews. I think it's smart to interview as many people as you can. Uh, Agreed. For a multitude of different reasons, to get fact finding, to get different perspectives on things. These are all smart, accomplished people, at least for the most part. Like get different views on things. Maybe you get something you can use somewhere else. Like, uh, and maybe you interview someone who you say, oh, you know what. Like Jared Mayo, like that could be a head coach interview, but maybe he ends up the defensive coordinator, depending on how things play out. That would be an upgrade for him still, too. Like, I think Agreed there's a, lo- a lot of different angles for, for why interview, but either way, I think it's smart to get to all of them. All right, so our so I think we both agree, though. We're both I, – I agree with you that their main goal, I think, is Joe Brady. I think Joe Brady, when Joe Banner talks about they got a guy, I think Joe Brady's that guy, if I had to guess. I agree. Yep, I agree. Okay. All right, we will. Uh, let's get to it. We got to get to actually picking the games this weekend. But first, if you've not downloaded the Park Cedar Sportsbook app and are listening to this podcast, I don't know what you're doing. 
as we have talked about it all season long, it is so much fun. The app is easy to use. It's intuitive. You can bet on anything and everything. It's a great time of year. We got the pro football playoffs, college hoops, pro basketball, pro hockey is back. You can get in on all the action now, again, we're about to go through every single game on the slates. So you're going to hear which games we like the most, but you can bet on all of them. Green Bay is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Buffalo is a three-point favorite. Chiefs, ten-point favorite. Saints, three-point favorite. Any of these games you can bet on. And, of course, you can bet on player performances, passing yards, rushing yards, halftime score, MVP division champ, anything and everything. Elliot, do you have a Parks pick yet for uh, for the week? So, I have a good Parks story. So, um, on Wednesday, when it seemed like uh, – our uh, basketball team was going to get James Harden. Oh, I yeah. was feverishly checking the Parks Casino app to look at the Sixers, uh, to look to look at their odds to see, you know, championship odds. And I'm texting with my younger brother, and as I've told you before, I'm in the process of teaching him about gambling. And I'm like, I think betting now for them to win, they were plus fourteen hundred, is a good bet because if they get Harden, it's going to go down, right? Mm-hmm. So I. He's like, well, let's wait until until they do the trade, which ended up not happening. But I'm like, no, no, no. That's not how it works. You do it now because they're, they're going to change. So anyway, what a, what a, let's what just a, say. What a gambler a, you've become. It's so impressive. Right. Your, your evolution yeah. through the year is really the true joy of this podcast. Now, the only downside is I now think they have basically no chance to win the title because they didn't get them. And I'm financially invested. So we <laughs> shall see. But, you know, I. Uh, it was a good bet. I, it wasn't a. I, yeah, I appreciate yeah. the thought, and that's what we do here, so I appreciate the bet. And again, you can bet on anything and everything like that with the Parks Casino Sportsbook app, and here's the deal. If you sign up now, you get a risk-free bet of up to $500. $500! Just download the app or go to parkscasino.com slash PA and use our promo code GOBIRDS. That's G-O-B-I-R-D-S to get your risk-free bet of up to $500. Again, that's P-A-R-X casino.com. Slash PA, the website has all the details. Your risk-free bet is refunded on your loss. As a free bet, as always, you must be 21 and present in Pennsylvania gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Elliot, let's do it. Let's get into it. We're going to have another great week just like we did last week with picks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Yep. I, I can't, you know, I can't get, mm-hmm. I can't get as excited as I did before last week because I was felt so good about the games, and then, and then I did start one and zero, so I was feeling even, even better. Although, actually, did I? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah. sure I started one. Yeah, you picked the Colts. I started zero one. Yeah, so I was feeling good, but then uh, it slowly fell apart. And Wait, then I, I was no, feeling no. good about uh, Chicago for a little bit, and then that drop pass in the end zone, I think, really killed them. If they catch that, I agree. I don't the know Wims if guy, if you, that was so, yeah. br- especially with Trubisky, like you can't let those go. I, 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 I stood up and had my hands on, and I even took the Saints, but. I stood up, put my hands on my head, and I was like, "How could you? How could you?" Unreal. Could and you it was something more frustrating about watching it on Nickelodeon because I'm like <laughs> begging them to to do something, and you know, it's just it's brutal. That's but awesome. yeah, so a rough weekend. But I'm excited for this week's games, we're, nonetheless. See, and, and only four of them, so we're, it's a little, we're turning little it around. less emotional. Elliot, we are turning it around. One of the two of us yes. is going four and zero this week. I don't know which one, but I can feel it. Agreed. Let's make it you. Agreed. All right, uh, yeah. let's dive in. I, I agree on that. <laughs> All right, game one, Los Angeles, the Rams. We assume with Jared Goff, maybe with Wolford. We are not sure. It does look like Wolford can play. We'll see how that goes. Um, unbelievable, by the way. I think of, of all the games last weekend, even though certain games didn't go our way or whatever, the Rams-Seattle game was the most surprising with just kind of how it played out with Wolford going down immediately and then broken finger Jared Goff just 
not throwing the ball away, essentially. Just kind of right. managing a victory. Very boring game. So. Uh, unbelievably boring game. But look, Lance, and the Rams are a little frisky. Rams heading into Green Bay. You and I have both been all over the Packers. I believe they are going to the Super Bowl. They're a six-and-a-half-point favorite, though. That hook at the end, is it enough? Elliot, uh, would you like to go first or second? We only have four games, so we're going to have to go first uh, once, twice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going happy going first on this one. Lay it, I'm guessing lay it on me. Same yeah, you couldn't give me enough points. I mean, like, I, I think the Packers are going to absolutely annihilate the Rams. I, I don't think it's going to be close. They're traveling into Green Bay. I mean, I guess part of me is would be a little bit worried about, you know, them them getting the bye and, and not playing. But I, I, six and a half is not enough for me. So I'm going Packers uh, minus six and a half. And then now they're up to uh, plus three plus 375 to win the uh, title for what it's worth. So I was checking that earlier today, too. Ooh, okay. Uh, so I've actually been torn on this. It's not as easy as – look, Ram, the Rams defense is legit. Like, the Rams defense is one actually. of the better things going right now. Brandon Staley's a great coordinator. Aaron Donald's a stud. Jalen Ramsey against Devontae Adams. I mean, that's going to be really, really fascinating. I, I think the Rams – I don't think the Rams are, are great, but I think they're good and they know who they are. I'm still going to take the Packers – but I, I'm not near as, as confident on this one as you are. I think the Rams absolutely could keep this close. The Packers coming off a bye week. Um, you know, but I think at Jump, home jumping in off Green, the Bay, Green Bay bandwagon. Well, no, again, I'm, I'm still Green. taking them. I'm still taking them. But especially mostly what it comes down to is am I really going to bet against Aaron Rodgers at Lambeau against either Jared Goff or John Wolford? I can't do that. So that honestly, on a basic level, that's really what my pick comes comes down to. But I just want to say I'm not. I don't feel, and maybe it's because I'm shook from last week, because I too felt great about the picks, and I, you know, didn't do as well as I thought. But yeah, um, you sound I, emotionally nervous I'm about the little, Packers. I'm a little than. nervous about it. Yes. Well, I yeah. I did bet on them back when they were like plus twelve hundred to win the Super Bowl. So like you know. Got a little, got a little shekels on that park. You know, shekels. Yeah, so. I love when you use shekels. Such yeah. a great term. It is. It is a great term. All right, game two. Uh, I think, personally, this is my favorite game of the weekend. This is the game I'm most Agreed. looking forward to. I think this is just going to be such an awesome football game. I think it's the perfect line. Baltimore at Buffalo. Buffalo is a three-point favorite. They should be a three-point favorite. This is the right line. This is the right spot. I've really been in on the Ravens, as you know. I I, I picked them last week. Um, I felt really good about them. I also really like the Bills. This is another tough one. This it, Not only do I think it's the best game, I think this is the toughest of the four to call, and you heard how much I struggled with the last one. I feel much better about the next two. Like I feel incredibly confident the next two. Um, yeah, I'm happy I don't have to go first on this one. Yeah, right? It's tough. Um, I've been riding the Ravens. I've been believing in the Ravens. They've uh, won me a lot of money over the last month and a half or so. Hmm. Um, I know. Uh, Elliot, so did you say you had it at three, by the way? Because it says two and a half on Parks right now. I had it at three when I did the rundown. Is it down to two and a half now? It's down to two and a half. Okay, well, then that makes it easier. Let's go with two and a half, and then I can take the Ravens. So there we go. All right. There we go. Yeah, that, I think. Because <sighs> that feels like a three-point game to me. Yeah, so this is a tough one. I don't know who I think is going to win. I do think Lamar getting his first playoff win is a big you know, like thing off of his back, right? Like, I feel like it's like a big relief for him. And I can see them going on a run now. Josh Allen. Hmm. I'm going to go Bills minus two and a half. Okay. I like it. 
Ugh, I already hate this pick, but I that's know. what I'm gonna go with. I know. I feel. Oh wait, so wait, hold on a second. I did bad math. I want to take the Bills because I think it's a three point game. Oh no, I'm an you idiot. Can, you can change. Okay. I'm fine with. I'm that. an idiot. Now that it's only a two and a half point game, they can cover with a three point win. Okay. All right, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, I was like, why did I get extra? I'm an idiot. I'm gonna take Buffalo too. So you basically just pick. You're basically just picking the winner. Yeah. I mean, anything can happen. Yeah. But... All right, so we're both going Buffalo. So we are on the same page so far. I'm very interested to see where you go with the next two because again, this is those, the best game of the week the, by far. It's the game I'm most excited for. It should be the Saturday night game. I can't wait for it. The next two I actually feel great about. Like, I am betting my money this weekend on these next two games. Like, these are the next two games I will be much stronger on for those who decide to go with or not. Um, uh, Elliot, you are up first, though, on this one. The Browns so, at – go ahead. I- I'm up first, and I will gladly make my pick first. I'm happy to go first on I- this one if you want. Well, well, no, I think I know what you're going to pick. So yeah. let me let me pick, and then I'll okay. guess yours. Oh, I like that. Okay. I'm, go- I- I'm going Browns plus 10. I don't know if they'll win the game, but they're an incredibly impressive team. And I think to win that game without their head coach was very impressive. Granted, Pittsburgh blew it early on and clearly, you know, them turning it over. I think it was what two times in their first two possessions or something you saying like that, like clearly that impacted it, but they can run the ball. Um, you know, I just, I'm very impressed by them. And I also think Kansas city throughout the year has been a team that plays down to their competition. They're coming off a of bye. Cleveland's red hot. I think uh, Browns, uh, Cleveland plus 10 is my pick here, and I think that's what you're going to bet, too. You are dead on. Good job. Well, yeah. There we go. I, I, I can't believe it's 10 points. This feels like way too many. Yeah. Cleveland's good. They're a good team. They got their coach back. And if nothing else, like they— line, too, and by look, the way. Yeah, I think so, too. Like, Cleveland can run the ball. Like, they can kind of keep this game, keep the ball out of Kansas City's hands more. And to your point, like, not only has Kansas City played down as teams, I mean, Kansas City really hasn't been that good for the last couple— weeks you know the last like six weeks of the season like Kansas City was okay like they certainly weren't great um I still look I still think they'll figure it out and they'll put it together and they'll be good enough to win the Super Bowl or Mahomes will make enough plays or whatever but 10 points here is absolutely too many I couldn't agree with you more it's I I'm all over the Browns I'm so with you Elliot this is a- would you bet the money line plus 380 yeah why not I like the odds I would not a lot I'd throw five bucks on it do I think the Yes, I think the Browns can go into Kansas City and win. I don't think they will. I think so too. I don't again, I wouldn't I wouldn't strongly bet on it. I wouldn't say like money line the Browns are winning, but like I throw a couple shekels on it cuz I think it's possible and when you get a, a minus 10 and you think they could actually win the game, I think it's worth that. How, how about this? The winner of this game is going to the Super Bowl. Ooh. <laughs> what a take. I love you it. like that? What do yeah. you think? Well, you you're kind of sheltered on it cuz if if Kansas City wins, everyone's like no duh. But yeah, I exactly. Do, I like. But it. if Cleveland wins, I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't think Baltimore and Buffalo are either that impressive. Like, I think they're both good, but can you could ima- see it? Can you imagine? All I want, I'm uh, openly rooting, especially now that I took them, which makes it easier for me. But a Bills Browns AFC Championship game is all I want. It's all I yes. want. It's all I want. It's like the the most perfect battle of poor, sad fan bases. All right, big time, big time football guy matchup. Big big time. You're right. Big time football guy. All right. Uh, last one. Bucks at the Saints. This is uh I'm we're both most excited for Ravens Bills, but this is obviously from a you know football perspective. Brady and Breeze, I think um certainly the most cachet of all the games. Uh I feel great. Did you see the uh do you see the history bowl? Uh yeah, that was really, really yeah. funny. Really clever. Um yeah. I feel pretty good about this pick. Um and it Look, we've been on the same side for all three games. I'm, 
I'm guessing, I, I'm not as confident as you were in my last pick, but I'm guessing we actually might be on opposite sides of one pick, and this would be it. I love the Saints. I love the mm. Saints minus three. I love them at home in the Superdome. Tampa Bay, I know the Saints weren't incredibly impressive against the Bears, but they handled business. It felt yeah, like, it felt like Washington had a real chance to beat Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay made a lot of mistakes. They're not, they're not a super disciplined football team. Like They're kind of sloppy. They kind of miss things. And I think the Saints, who are well-coached at home, I think they handle business. I think that mm. defense is good enough. I'm taking the Saints. I'm laying the three. So the, when we did our initial preview pods before the season, if I remember correctly, you liked I like the, the Saints, Saints to win lot. the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, so when yep, we did exactly. our initial pods, I picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl. You picked Tampa Bay to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, so, so this is this is it. I mean, this is this is what it's come <laughs> down to. I know it. We've both since swayed a little to Green Bay, but our initial takes were at Tampa Bay, New Orleans. So I feel good about Tampa Bay. I, I just I, you I don't trust New Orleans to win big playoff games. I know they were they won one last week, but for as much as you're saying Tampa Bay didn't look good, and you're right, Washington had a better chance. Washington was a way better football team than Chicago. Like sure. the Saints kept sure. them in the game for a while there, and as we already talked about the drop pass, I think the game plays out a lot differently if he catches that. So I think Tampa Bay goes in there and, and wins. I love, and this. I get the underdog too. I love getting the underdog in a close game. Please let it happen that we are both three and zero heading into that Sunday game. Oh, that'd how, be amazing. How fun! That'd would be that the highlight be? of the of the, the season the with this. It would be the, the whole season. the whole Parks pod would come, especially with these two teams in it. It would just be, yes, just perfect, just perfect. All right, so just to recap, we're both taking Green Bay, we're both taking Buffalo, we're both taking Cleveland, and then we battle head to head. Saints Bucks. I can't wait. This is gonna be a fun weekend, Elliot. A lot more manageable for us. And 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 back yes, on the, the radio most, the on Saturday. Check us out. Yes. One to three. We will be back on WIP. We say it all the time, but we say it because it's the flat out truth. All we want is podcast listeners to call in. If we could have a show with yep. just podcast listeners, we'd be the happiest people in the world. So call us two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. It really makes us happy. Let the producer know you're a podcast listener. We'll bump you up right to the top of the line. You won't even have to wait. How about that? Boom. So James will do that. He controls it. I control so he's good it. to go. It's all me. So unless 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 you have to wait a long time, then it's the producer's fault, not mine. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> then it's my fault. Yeah. Uh, all right. You got any final thoughts? No, I'm just completely wrapped up in the head coaching search. Yeah. So I can't wait to get to get into the uh, studio on Saturday. Uh, it's going to be awesome. We'll dive into it all. And again, my final thought is give me Browns, Bills, football gods, please. Browns, Bills, do it for us. Not even for Cleveland and Buffalo. Do it for us, but maybe for them yeah, as well. Yeah, just for the pot, honestly. <laughs> pot, honestly, please. Buffalo and the Browns. That's all I'm asking for. We'll talk to you guys on Saturday. And then, of course, again next week. He's Elliot James. We'll talk to you soon.